Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast episode number 42. What do you like the most about dancing with with her? I think the, f- the thing that made me uh, feel that I would like to have her as my partner was the, the connection that we had and mm-hmm. how musical she is. Mm-hmm. She, it's very important for a girl to uh, not only to follow but also to express and to add some things from herself mm-hmm. and in the style dance and she does that very very well and she also improving uh, every time we dance so. nice Welcome to the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, the podcast dedicated to inspiring dancers worldwide whose hearts have been touched by music and dance. The universal language of dance and music is spoken by many of us throughout the world. We want to motivate the dancer in you by sharing stories, insights, and ideas to enhance your journey. Join us now with your host, Charles Ogar. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Charles with the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, and we're coming at you with another episode. And this week, we are interviewing a pretty cool guy. I've had my eye on this guy probably since I started Dancing Kizomba because I started Dancing Kizomba in 2012, probably around the same time this guy started dancing. And I couldn't get over the fact like how young he was. I was like, man, this guy is young and then he's so good at Kizama. Like, what's going on with this guy? So I've watched his videos. I think we shared a few messages back and forth and like shared some songs and stuff like that on Facebook. And you, this not too long ago, I was like, hey, let me go ahead and, and interview this guy. Cause I think you put out like another video of you dancing with Sarah Lopez or something like that. I'm like, I wanted to know more about this guy's story. So I was able to reach out to him and he said yes so he's here on the podcast today we have mr Wojtek pazur how are you doing today hello i'm fine thank you for having me here not a problem not a problem so i'll let the people i'll let you say a little bit of an introduction to your i guess what you do today and then we'll get started into your history so yes my name uh, is Wojtek as you said I'm 18 years old. 18. Uh, wow. 18. <laughs> uh, I'll be I'll be soon 19 actually. I am in my last year of high school right now. I I come from Lublin, Poland. Mm-hmm. All right, and you said you're in your last year of high school, and then well, how old were you when you started dancing kizomba? I started dancing, well, in general, I started dancing in 2010, mm-hmm. I was I was 12 back then, I remember it all started when I went to visit my sister mm-hmm. on, on, in summer, and she, want, she was dancing salsa, she wanted to go to a salsa party, mm-hmm. and she had me under her wings, mm-hmm. obviously had to take care of me so she decided to teach me some few basic steps and just take me to the party and i remember it was the same day uh, she taught me the basic steps and she took me for a party i remember i already danced with 14 girls on my first uh-huh. party. 
So you're 12 years old. Your sister showed you some steps. You said you danced with 14 different girls. Yes. So how was that for you? I mean, at 12 year old, were you still kind of afraid of girls or? Not really. I think I was pretty, the main problem was that I was pretty short mm. and I had to literally jump to turn them. <laughs> they, they had fun with it, so it was okay. I got you. I got you. So did you have like any desire? Did you see any kind of salsa dancing before your sister took you to go salsa dance? Like, I did your parents she, dance or anything no, like that? No, but my sister danced. I think she showed me something before. I saw her dancing, mm-hmm. but uh, it's been a while until she she actually decided to teach me. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would like it this much, but mm-hmm. I got into it a lot, and I started to to dance and go and go to some. I did. I went to some classes. Mm-hmm. I also learned bachata. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was Cuban salsa and bachata and then salsa Los Angeles. Ah, uh, okay. So the the linear salsa. Yes. Okay. So your sister um, is the one that kind of first introduced you to dance. But did you have like any other friends? Like, what were the other boys doing? At twelve years old, thirteen years old, fourteen years old, I'm, is it none common for my, them to dance? No, none of my friends danced, so I was kind of uh, different at this point. Mm-hmm. And did that bother you, or did you just kind of accept it because you really like to dance, or how was that feeling? I, I I liked to dance, and no one had any problem with that. And your parents were supportive of it as well. Yes, they were. They they still are. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's really awesome that you that you have their support. So I guess from the beginning, you can kind of feel that you're different from the rest of your friends in school and things like that, you know? Yes. Okay, so you're dancing Cuban salsa and then bachata, and then you said you did some LA-style salsa. When did Kizomba come? Two years later, uh, it was the same community that danced all the dances, salsa, mm. bachata, and Kizomba. I wanted to learn Kizomba like, before because mm-hmm. uh, I I seen it and I liked it, but I was too like too short to actually dance Kizomba. Yeah. So it it started in summer two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. I I mainly at first uh, I went to some classes. There was one teacher in my city, mm-hmm. and also I I was intensely looking at some videos on YouTube. Okay, which what kind of videos? Who were you watching back then? Oh, that was uh, out of your time. That was, <laughs> he was he was my he was my uh, inspiration. Mm-hmm. He seems to be the inspiration uh, for yeah. a lot of people, myself included. So you're watching Albir. And you had an instructor in your city that was teaching, and you you went to go try out his classes. Yes, and I I was uh, I was going to the course for some time, mm-hmm. and I started to to go to. I went to. I remember I went to the first festival. Mm-hmm. It was I don't. I'm not sure. I think it was one month after I started in Skizamba. I went to Bachatura Festival uh-huh. in Warsaw. And they took some took first workshops, went to first f- the full Kizamba parties because in my city the, the parties were mixed. Mm-hmm. It was 
at Tabachata and Kizamba uh, together and not mainly Kizamba. So I was really happy that I could dance Kizamba all night at the festival. Mm-hmm. And what happened after that? Did you get hooked? Did you get addicted? Yes, I, I get so addicted. I, I kept dancing. I kept improving. Mm-hmm. I... I wanted to go to as many festivals as I want to. I couldn't go to as many as I want to because I was still young. Mm-hmm. And that, that was back then I had to travel with my sister. Mm-hmm. But like year after or already I I think I kind of started to to travel alone. Mm-hmm. And and how I started to, to to started teaching it was two years after I started uh-huh. this zumba. Uh, it was uh, it started with with Sara actually. Mm-hmm. Sara Lopez. Yes, she came to to Warsaw for a festival in 2014. Uh-huh. I think. So just to so let just, our our listeners know, um, there was this one viral video with you dancing with Sarah Lopez from back in 2014 that was really, really, I guess a lot of people shared it. There were a lot of likes and comments and things like that. So I guess that's how you kind of like broke out a little bit. Yeah, that was the first time also I danced with her. That was the first time you danced with her. Yes, okay, wow. I was so I was so nervous. It was, uh, it was after her workshops. I just... I just wanted to dance with her. She was she was standing there was a break, so mm-hmm. there was the music. So I just asked her if I could dance with her, mm-hmm. and my friend took a video. And then she, after the dance, she asked me if I could assist her on Tarashina workshops because oh, she wow. was she was alone. He was uh, it was after the after she stopped dancing album. So how was the experience of assisting Sarah in the workshops? So you said you were nervous dancing with her. Now you're teaching with her. How was that? Yeah, that was pretty... Um, I, was, I was really nervous. I wasn't really teaching. I was, she was teaching and she just took me forward uh, to, to do a demonstration. Mm-hmm. But it was... Uh, the whole experience was really exciting. So that was your first experience with teaching. And then what happened after that? Did people start asking you to teach after that? Or did you decide to teach? There was one guy that came up to me after after she saw me dancing with Sarah and told me that I should start teaching Mm -hmm. because uh, I have some potential. Mm -hmm. And And he invited me to the first workshop that was... In I was in Krakow. That's a different city in Poland. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, uh, around two months later. So I went, and that was my fir- That was my first teaching experience. I remember. I kind of it was two two days in a row to mm-hmm. workshop. I remember after f- first, I kind of lost my voice mm-hmm. <laughs> because I wasn't used to talk so. So much and so loudly. For yeah, for sure. For for everybody to hear you. Yeah. So after the first day, I kind of lost my voice, so it was harder to do it the second day. But I enjoyed. I remember I, back then I was really really shy also, mm. so it wasn't it wasn't uh, easy for me to to speak in front of 
so many people. How many people and were there? Around, I don't know. I remember around 20, maybe around okay, 20, gotcha. 30 or something like this. Okay, so that was like a, a festival or a weekender in a different city. Yes. I saw in your bio that you're also teaching in your, in your hometown, yes? Yes, I was teaching in, in my uh, salsa school. Mm-hmm. That's when I also started to dance kizomba mm-hmm. in, in general. It, it, it was uh, 2014 also mm-hmm. after after the first workshops I started to to give the regular course. Nice, nice, nice. So what would you say you enjoy about teaching Kizomba the most? I think um, it's always it's always good to spread the the, the Kizomba to people who d- don't dance mm-hmm. and people who dance also to to show new things mm-hmm. and when I when I was attending Kizamba workshops I, I really admired the teachers and mm-hmm. how they how they do everything and how they are uh, they can explain and teach their their things and I also heard some my for me it was always important to to be musical doing sure. dancing and that was the thing that I focused on mm-hmm. while teaching. Do you teach musicality a lot when you teach? I uh, I always mention mm-hmm. that uh, that when I teach some routine, mm-hmm. I say that you don't have to do it always in the same same tempo. Yeah, for sure. You can. It depends on music. You can change it. You can. You, you don't have to rush. You don't have to just do the routine, but use the the steps from the routine in your dance depending on the music. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, that's awesome. Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. Have you been looking to level up your Kizomba but you don't have the local instructors to take you there? Are you looking for something concrete to practice with your Kizomba partner? Or are you looking for Kizomba lessons that you can take on your schedule and the comfort of your home? If you answered yes to any of these questions, look no further. LearnToKids.com is what you need. Progressive, step-by-step lessons that you can take at your pace in the comfort of your home or anywhere with a solid internet connection on your PC, Mac, or any smartphone. New videos are added every month. You can try this awesome resource out 30 days free at LearnToKids.com slash podcast. After the 30 days free, it's only a low $15 per month. But again, the special offer for the Dance Your Heart On Fire listeners, 30 days free at learntokids.com slash podcast. You won't find this offer anywhere else. Learntokids.com slash podcast. And now back to our show. So before I want to take a quick break from Kizomba and talk about you in school. So you're, you're, you're getting more and more known for your Kizomba, but at the same time, you're in school at the same time. I'm curious to know, like, where do you see yourself in five years, ten years? Do you are you going to study something in the university, or are you going to try to dance more, like Albier, and like travel to different festivals and things like that? Have you thought about that? I am planning to go to university mm-hmm. after I finish high school this year, but I I'm, I don't want to stop stop teaching and traveling I, I i i want to try to mix those two things together mm-hmm. 
So because I know that uh, teaching cannot be like forever. Also, something For sure. can happen to me, like in- injury, mm-hmm. and it's always good to have some kind of a backup. Yes, definitely. What are you going to study in the university? Um, English and Chinese languages. Ah, okay. So you want to be an instructor, or do you want to like? Uh, like I to think something like with uh, translations. Ah, okay, I got you. How many languages do you speak now? Um, English, uh, a little bit of Spanish from school. Mm-hmm. I also, I also been learning uh, Thai. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. All and right. a bit of Italian because I traveled for the competition, so and I kind of picked up a little bit. Yes. All right, so that's actually what I want to talk about with you next. Um, I noticed I, I was watching you on Facebook in 2015, and I noticed that you entered a competition in Italy. So can you tell us how that experience went for you? Yes. Also, after the episode with Sara Lopez, the video, uh, there was one girl that uh-huh. uh, wrote to me on Facebook. And Federica, she invited me to the competition with her, even though she, we, we didn't dance before mm. together. I got but you. Yes, but I went there and we, we tried it out together. And we really got the connection. We really enjoyed dancing together. So we took the competition and we, we took some, it, I think it was elimination competition. Mm-hmm. We, we took the first place. So we, we, we had the opportunity to go to semifinals mm-hmm. and then we, did, we went to finals. Okay, awesome. And I think in the bio set, you guys got to third place overall, yeah? Third place in, uh, in Italy, yes. It was Kizomba Italia Cup competition. Mm-hmm. And for these competitions, I had to travel a lot and dance a lot in Italy. Mm-hmm. And I think this uh, Italian episode was one that, imp- that helped me improve my dancing the most. Because mm-hmm. Italian Kizomba community was really big and really uh, more advanced than in Poland. Mm-hmm. That's why I had a lot of opportunities to dance. Also, I, I had more motivation to became motivation to improve in order to, to win the competition. Mm-hmm. So I know what things I had to focus on, like musicality, like technique. Mm-hmm. And it was also a good uh, experience because I had to work on my dealing with with like stress yeah like pressure yeah, yeah pressure nesting and pressure because uh during the competition it's it's improvisation mm. and and usually you don't even know the music so you have to you have to just dance like you were dancing on a party yeah for and, sure and when the pressure and the stress comes in it's much harder to dance like you would actually dance well in the party mm-hmm so what would you say during the competition, what was one of the techniques that you focused on the most that, that helped you out the most? The techniques. Mm-hmm. Um, was there something in particular that you found that you needed to do better? I think there was a time that I, I got, uh, I had to improve my, like, Kizomba walking. Mm. I, I don't know how to. No, how I to get you. So just the yeah. the overall the way that you walk. Just the way the walk that I that I do steps to mm-hmm. to make them look better. Mm-hmm. 
and not to rush in the music also. Yeah, that makes sense. You take time to just uh, do one step on one beat, not before, and mm. not, not not rush on the music. Nice, 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 nice. So I was seeing here that you've already started to travel, um, but the person that you're traveling with now is Marcia. Marisha, yes. Marisha. She is, yes. Yes, she's from Warsaw. She's uh, also from Poland, but different city. Uh, I met her in February last year. Mm-hmm. It was in Berlin at the festival in Berlin, mm-hmm. um, and we we decided to try to teach together. Mm-hmm. We already had three three times, three festivals, three events we've mm-hmm. been together. And how old is she? She's 21. Okay, so she's a little bit older than you. And how's that going? But I'm used to it. Like, uh, <laughs> from, from the beginning, uh, I was always the youngest, and the, the age differences were huge. Mm-hmm. So, like, now 18 and, and 21 is actually nothing for me. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. What did you like the most about dancing with, with her? I think the, f- the thing that made me uh, feel that I would like to have her as my partner was the, the connection that we had mm-hmm. and how musical she is. Mm-hmm. She, it's very important for a girl to uh, not only to follow but also to express and to add some things from herself. Mm-hmm. The, and the style dance. And she does that very, very well. And she also Im- Im- improving uh, every time we dance. So. Nice, nice. Okay, awesome, oh, awesome, oh. awesome. And so you guys are having some dates coming up to go and travel in different places, which is awesome. And it's awesome that you're going to be focusing on your studies with the university and then also trying to dance full time as well. Yeah? Yeah, that's what I hope to manage. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so I have three more questions for you to kind of wrap up the the podcast here and I appreciate you everything so far and sharing your story with us. This is exactly what we want to do. We want to kind of highlight and let people know about the history and, and the stories of different Kizomba people to let people know like, Hey, these people all come from like different backgrounds and different reasons and things like that, you know? All right. So my first question of the last questions, what has been your most rewarding experience so far in Kizomba? rewarding experience mm-hmm. um, like what's what's the the best experience you've had so far i think it was the competition in italy mm-hmm. because it, there was there was the time that i traveled for the first time uh, alone by it was the first time i traveled by plane it was the first time then i traveled alone mm. and I had to face the different culture, different. I had to. It was my first time that I had to use my my English mm-hmm. to eat on daily basis, and also to try my dancing skills. Yeah, so you get that pressure mm-hmm. and improve. And the same time, I had to. I had studying in school and traveling from time to time to Italy. Everything it was kind of really. I was, it was really um, exciting and I think it was the best experience and I really, I really missed the time. I remember when I, when I, when I uh, finished the, when we took the third place mm-hmm. in the final, 
and then I left. It was kind of sad for me that it's the, it's already the end of this competition. Mm-hmm. I got you, I got you. So that's awesome because that kind of forced you and pushed you up to a higher level because yeah. there are a lot of the new experience. So you got a chance to grow. Okay. So what would you say has been the, your least favorite experience in Kizomba so far? Least favorite? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was... Uh, actually, I can't, I can't think of anything bad because every memory of Kizomba is, was good for me. Uh-huh. And so I know you said the competition was kind of good but also difficult at the same time. Were there any other, I guess, kind of like struggles or anything you had when you were first starting? Yes, of, I mean, the uh, teaching that was, uh, as I said before, I was pretty uh, a shy person. Mm-hmm. So I had to face that to, to teach others. Also, at the same time, the other people, were, they, they were all older, so... Mm. The, the fact that they were taught by a lot younger guy was also different than the usual workshop. Yeah, for sure. So I had to handle all this pressure and work on myself to in a like, social way also. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think yeah. I improved a lot uh, thanks to Kisamba and thanks to teaching uh, in my social skills. Mm-hmm. Because it forced me to open up myself to people more and to public uh, public performances. Okay, awesome, awesome. That's really good because you're just growing more on like a personal level, you know, to achieve higher abilities in, in the Kizoma world, you know? Yeah. Okay, all right, last question. What advice would you give to the Kizoma dancers of the world today? Advice uh, that would be probably to be open-minded to fusions because I know I know that uh, there is another time that urban keys is a uh, is a new thing is a hype also f- uh, and topic uh, controversial topic for yeah for some, sure some uh-huh. because uh, many people think that the real kizomba is uh, the basis are the the kizomba from Angola mm-hmm. and the, all the fusions and the urban keys is is wrong, mm-hmm. but I think that we uh, we urban keys dancers we don't we don't say that uh, kizomba the the real one is is wrong. We also I I also enjoy dancing kizomba samba mm-hmm. from time to time, but it's good to develop to do like uh, new things mm-hmm. and urban keys for me is also a way to while i dance urban keys i can express myself more and express music because i didn't feel that while i was dancing kizomba traditional uh, because in urban keys i can there's like bigger space bigger thing that i can use for interpreting uh, like every sound, like exactly uh, musical interpretation. Musical interpretation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right, well, take well. Those are my last three questions. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time out of your morning, and I know that you're still getting over some some illness, so I appreciate you taking some time out 
to talk with me. At this point, um, I just like to let people know if they want to hear more about you or find out more about you, where can they reach you? Facebook. Facebook will be the, the simplest way. Mm -hmm. uh, I have my, my personal Facebook, just my name, Wojtek Puzzle, and, mm -hmm. and I have also a fan page, Wojtek Keys. Mm -hmm. That's the way they can, yeah, they can reach me, they can ask me whatever they want. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I will include those links in the show notes for the people there. Um, once okay. again, Wojtek, thank you so much for your time. And I wish you the best in your Kizomba journey. Hopefully, we'll meet each other one day and share some dances, yeah? Yeah, hopefully. Thank you so much for inviting me here. Thank you. Thank you for checking out the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast today. Be sure to check out neokizomba.com for links to everything that we chatted about today, as well as some awesome free resources to enhance your Kizomba journey.